Gender roles in society means how we are expected to act, speak, dress, groom and conduct ourselves based upon our assigned sex. For example, girls and women are generally expected to dress in typically feminine ways and be polite, accommodating and nurturing. Men are generally expected to be strong, aggressive and bold. Extreme gender stereotypes are harmful because they don't allow people to fully express themselves and their emotions. For example, it's harmful to feminine folks to feel that they are not allowed to be independent, smart or assertive. Breaking down gender stereotypes allows everyone to be their best selves. In the next episodes, we are going to talk about the different aspects under female stereotypes. My name is Beatrice Tego and I'm here to talk about personality traits. That's the topic I chose. Um, I would first start off by defining personality traits. Personality traits reflect people's characteristic patterns of thoughts, feelings and behaviors. Personality traits imply consistency and stability. Someone who scores high on a specific trait like extroversion is expected to be sociable in different situations and over time. But someone who is an introvert is normally kept to themselves and is not sociable. So that takes us to the types of um, personality traits. So I'll begin off with um, introverts and extroverts. So extroversion. It describes people who are energetic, talkative, and assertive. And assertive. Extroverts get their energy from interacting with others, while introverts get their energy from within themselves. Introverts are shy and normally kept to themselves, but extroverts are very sociable and friendly. The second type of personality trait is agreeableness these individuals are friendly cooperative and compassionate people with low agreeableness may be more distant traits include being kind affectionate and sympathetic the third personality trait is neurotism neurotism is also sometimes called emotional stability this dimension relates to one's emotional stability and degree of negative emotions People that score high on neurotism often experience emotional instability and negative emotions. Traits include being moody and tense. The third, the fourth, sorry, the fourth personality traits are people who like to learn new things. They are open. These people are described as open. So the fourth trait is openness. These people include traits that are thoughts that are insightful and imaginative and having a wide variety of interests. The fifth is conscientiousness. People that have a high degree of conscientiousness are reliable and prompt. Traits include being organized, methodic and thorough. So thank you very much.
this is what I have to say about personality traits. Thank you. Peglo Benes Aku. In this episode, I'm going to talk about physical appearance as an aspect of female stereotypes. Our society places particular value on physical characteristics such as curvy body shapes, long legs, and luxurious hair. There is a vast amount of media coverage in and in the case of the advertising industry, promoting these models of attractiveness. Films, magazines, and televisions all contribute to what might be termed the tyranny of body shape images. There is a whole industry that aims to mold consumer preferences and to sell products by distorting the reality of normal into their own reality of ideals such as the so-called ideal of women being size zero. Because the ideal of attractiveness is based on physical characteristics rather than personality traits such as kindness, intelligence, thoughtfulness and sense of humor is continually being promoted in western societies you might assume that relationships in the West would be based on physical characteristics. This assumption has been found to be true, but only up to a point. Whether or not it is true might be to do with the reason for the relationship, short-term fun or longer-term commitment. Research suggests that what is valued in a partner also differs along gender lines. Catherine Cameroon, 1977, in a study of personal adverts found that women tend to promote themselves in terms of socially favored personalities and physical characteristics such as sense of humor, outgoing, slim, attractive, and so on. On the other hand, Men tend to highlight their economic status, so will often use terms such as professional or homeowner. The difference seems to suggest that women think that men look for personal attractiveness, whilst men think that women want security. Physical attractiveness can have a significant effect on how people are judged in terms of employment or social opportunities, friendship, sexual behavior, and marriage. In many cases, human attributes positive characteristics such as intelligence and honesty to attract people without consciously realizing it. Physical attractive individuals are regarded more positively and accurately in first impressions However, physical attractiveness stereotype will have biased opinions and decisions when comparing people to different attractiveness levels. In certain instances, physical attractiveness is distinct from sexual attraction. 
humans may regard the young as attractive for various reasons but without sexual attraction women on average tend to be attracted to men who are slightly taller and who have a relatively narrow waist and broad shoulders men overall tend to be attracted by women who are slightly shorter have a youthful appearance and exhibit features such as symmetrical face full breast full lips and a lower waist hip ratio generally physical attraction is dependent on three factors universal perceptions common to all human cultures cultural and social aspects and individual subjective preferences despite universally held perceptions of beauty in both sexes males tend to place significantly higher value on physical appearance in a partner than women do thank you and I'll be taking you through the perception of women don't play video games. The question here is do women play video games? Yes, of course, women play video games. Let's do a quick history. Back when video games were first taken off, they were far from being a male-dominated pastime. When it came to a time to make a follow-up on the popular arcade game Pac-Man, the game designer decided to make a female a hero. This was because of the popularity of Pac-Man among female gamers. Miss Pac-Man will go to be received as one of the greatest games of all times. Other female influencers in gaming include Roberta Williams, who co-founded Serial Entertainment, Serial Entertainment and helped create the King's Quest series. The relationship between women and video games has received extensive academic and media attention since the 90s female gamers have commonly been regarded as minority but the industry survey has shown that over time the gender ratio has become closer to equal and since 2010 women have been found to make up around half of all gamers Advocate of in- for increasing the number of female gamers stress the problem of attending to the dependency of women from one of the fastest growing cultured realm as well as the largely untapped nature of the female gamers market. Effort of in- efforts to include greater female participation in the medium has addressed the problem of gendered advertising social stereotyping and the lack of female video game create video game creators or producers the myth that girls errands play video games reinforces the exclusivity of gaming spaces telling girls they don't belong to the category of video games is really bad and unfair on the side of ladies so what can we do it begins with asking the right question it's clear and obvious girls are playing video games so the question should turn to wow what can we do to change that perception some statistics shows that 48 percent of the total 
gaming population is female, almost exactly half. 38, 36% of the 48 are women over 18 years old and above. Female gamers make up the largest percentage of gaming community students, even larger than teenage boys. The portrayal of men and women in video games as in other media is a subject of research in gender studies and is decide, is discussed on the context of sexism in video gaming. Although women make up about half of video game players, they are significantly underrepresented as characters in the mainstream game and and despite the prominence of ironic heroines. Casual games on cell phones and social media have helped broaden the gaming appeals with a number of female gamers over the age of 50, increasing 32% between 2012 and 2013. But the average of female gamers has played for 13 years and many are increasingly dedicated. The number of girls and women play those consoles more than the boys is uncountable. Women have helped make gaming one of the country's fastest growing and growing entertainment money makers. Money makers. African Americans now spend more on video games than movie theaters. Women have a major role of being cast as supporting characters because ga- because of gamers' skills and preference. In a nutshell, women play video games than men, and the rate at which video games are being played has increased the source of income and game inventors. And this episode talks about women are dramatic, catty, and over-emotional on gender stereotype. A common stereotype in both Western and Eastern cultures suggests that women are more emotional than men, particularly when responding to negative emotions. Electrophysiological studies have shown that women exhibit greater galvanic skin response and an elevated heart rate HR when watching movies that induce feelings of sadness and their HR is also elevated in response to movies that induce feelings of disgust. Many studies have used subjective evaluations as indicators of emotional expressivity finding that women often report a more intense emotional response regardless of violence. The term catty is sexually biased way of describing an unhealthy way women act on an otherwise healthy feeling of competitiveness. We live in a culture where it is still considered more socially acceptable for a man to directly express his competitive nature for women this quality has been shunned as undesirable. 
many women are consequently uncomfortable with both their natural feelings of wanting something and desire to compete to get it. Sadly, women sometimes strengthen this false notion of gender norms by failing to face their competitive feelings directly. Having evolved under the stigma of being the weaker sex, women have historically been expected to be more convex or manipulative in their effort to achieve success. They mostly believe what they see and attaches great emotions to bad feelings or any violence. Men, on the other hand, are perceived to be brave and strong, so therefore, with what society or the media throws at women, they tend to act on it. Emotional experience refers to primarily individuals' physiological arousal evoked by external stimuli and emotional expressiveness is expression of subjective experience. Numerous studies have shown that compared men, women usually experience more frequent and stronger negative emotions. This explains why more women are more prone to mood disorders.
economists put the value of their unpaid work ahead of that of the manufacturing sector. In countries where mothers still struggle to combine career with family and quit work less out of conviction than out of necessity, they are often doubly punished. In Germany, the biggest economy in Europe, most schools still finish at lunch time and full-time nurseries for children under three are scarce. Yet, in this generation of young mothers, you are more likely to find women saying they are on extended maternity leaves or between jobs than admitting to their housewives. It's hard to find a balance between not romanticizing and not stigmatizing housewives, said Nancy Folber, a professor of economics at the University of Massachusetts. shift has put them on the defensive. Bearing in mind that women now work both because they want to and because most families need two incomes, she said. That's the way social norms work. They put pressure on people to conform. However, there are some positive aspects of being a housewife. Housewives have more time to learn new skills and pursue their hobbies. The fatigue of work stress, fulfilling deadlines, commuting to and fro, and the guilt of giving work priority over family and the factors that working women have to bear, unlike their stay-at-home counterparts. Being a housewife, the woman's home becomes their own cottage, thereby running, improving, and expanding it. Hello, my name is Kezia Ajabi, and I am privileged to be a voice on one of the least talked about but one major human act and practice that limits potentials and abilities which could have made this world a better place to live. Today, I am honored to lead us through this rough journey on human stereotype, the assumption that sees women as weaker vessels. Join me as we journey through this path, believing that our journey today will straighten this path as we walk through. The stereotype of a woman and discrimination is a thing of ancient inheritance and practice which has demeaned the influence and the voice of true charismatic and innovative women potentials down the ages. Women are a group of mankind with peculiar abilities and capabilities that when nurtured and encouraged can not only build a family, tribe or religion but nations at large. Dr. James Koji Agri of Blessed Memory once said, if you educate a man, you educate an individual. But if you educate a woman, you educate a whole nation. 
This profound statement, based on realistic truth proven to be adequate and sufficient by results produced. Prominent women like Hillary Clinton in the political cycle, a woman of great vision and ambition, an industrious woman with an unquenching desire to see her nation rise back to her feet as the world's power in economic prowess. Even after her husband's tenure as President of the United States of America did not hold back but pursued her ambition of becoming the President of the land. How many men or is there any man who has risen to challenge for the seat of the presidency after his wife's tenure as president? I stand to be corrected but none that I know of. But this woman, after being the first lady of the United States of America, rose up to challenge for the seat of the presidency. Tom Ron Hall, a broadcast journalist and talk show host, Katrin Holman, a worldwide evangelist, and more of them have made wonderful impacts of this, to the society and the world at large. How true this statement is, looking at how women have flourished with this little support and have also imparted generations even under this hostile treatment accorded them due to gender imbalance. But the perception of human race about a woman being rich is one thing that has really jeopardized the talent and ability of most women, describing them as weaker vessels and not worthy of certain social standing in society, academia, and even politics. Did you know that even in the ancient days, women are seen as weak vessels? This stereotype didn't even begin with our generation. Even in the book of the Christians called the Bible, it is believed that women were not the original intent of God's creation, but it was after God realized a need for a helpmeet for Adam, man, that a woman was created. At a time, women were not even counted. They were also not permitted to speak in the church, just as the Muslim women are not expected to teach in the mosque. How loving and caring women are has been misunderstood and misinterpreted as their weakness. This thinking of a leader is what distinguishes him or her from the followers. We all know that the spirit of leadership is birthed in the womb of a personal revelation within the leader and manifests itself in a specific quality. With all these undeniable truths, the human race has decided to judge ability, capability, strength, productivity, and efficiency on gender. Women are the worst receiving end of this judgment. This world in the face of reality has decided to spectacle their focus on gender, therefore being blind to reality has concluded that women are weak. Thank you. My name is Comfort Quantin. The topic I would like to discuss and the stereotype is real women don't do mathematics is it really true that women don't do mathematics 
for people to believe in their old adage. I would like to explain what stereotype is. A stereotype is a fixed general image or set of characteristics that a lot of people believe represent a particular person or a thing. Most people think real women don't study mathematics in schools because of the assumption that mathematics is difficult and should be studied by men only. Most experts agree that if gender difference do exist, they are small and likely to affect specific areas of math skills at the highest end of the spectrum. And there's no indication that women cannot succeed in mathematically demanding fields. Still, women continue to be underrepresented in math, science, and engineering related careers. And there's evidence that girls can lose grounds in math under certain circumstances. There are some perceptions that sometimes hinder women from failing mathematics. The factors are lack of self confidence, self assurance, ability to compete with the men in the fields of mathematics. One factor inhibiting girls is self-confidence, sees genetic height, and vesty lecture of risk concern. Even when girls are getting better grades, boys are more confident in maths. It's important to understand what might be sapping girls' confidence. And the lack of self-assurance likely stems from culture, research suggests. After reviewing decades of research on gender difference, economy university psychologist Stephen Sessi and Wendy Williams conclude that while there are probably some genetic basis for small differences between the sexes in math and special ability, culture played by far the bigger role in men and boys' higher interest and achievements. But research also has debunked this view of women not being able to conquer mathematics. In fact, women in the United States now earn 48% of bachelor's degree in mathematics and 30% in the doctorate, says Hyde. If they can't do math, how are they doing this? They are just fine. To explore why girls are confident than boys in math, University of Georgia psychologist Martha Carr studies first grade and has found that girls use different strategies and different motivations to do math, whilst boys use cognitive ideas. Girls use manipulative ideas in the sense of calculating using their fingers or counting words. Girls use manipulatives even when they are not able to retrieve answers. They need an added push that boys don't need to start using cognitive strategies. That's important because while using manipulative as an excellent strategy, when students first learn math, it slows them down as problems get more difficult. In fact, in the study that followed students from second grade through fourth grade, Carl found that becoming fluent and therefore faster at basic math is directly linked to math performance. The study also found that girls were less fluent than boys. Interestingly, on average, girls and boys perform the same rate, says Baylock. Only the girls who endorse the stereotypes should a drop in math performance. That finding supports the work of Baylock, 
and others than on stereotype trait which shows that people perform poorly when a negative stereotype is set in so in schools teachers or lecturers when they boost the interest of their students in mathematics it helps them to study more and they gain that interest so in the end although it's not just girls who need math help boys also need the help to better themselves in mathematics studies Solomon Ashi. The stereotype as hand is why women but not men are attacked for house choice activities and unpaid work. Worldwide, the time that women and men dedicate to housework is widely disappropriate. Men spend more time on paid work while women are those who do the unpaid work, like cleaning, cooking, grocery shopping, and taking care of children as well as old people. Although this this housework is val- valuable, but society regards it as invaluable. The, the symmetry in this distribution of housework is one of the greatest sources of inequality between men and women because it is the women who are spending more time on unpaid tax than, than that of the men, therefore has time to study and develop academically. This phenomenon repeats itself in virtually every country and it's not often because the greatest, the greater or the less extent we all assume that the domestic choice are women's work and that they do it out of love. Gender rule and stereotype penalize men as well, making it necessary for them to get better job with better salaries in order to support their homes and provide for their families as well. Many of these housewives are, had dropped out of school in order to run a household but once they were inside that refuge, they began to feel unsatisfied. Their only, their only compensation was their familiarity. At the same time, this familiarity has very particular characteristics which includes catching a good houseman and feeding the children at home, dressing pretty and being seductive to keep the flame burning in a relationship. With this, it can be argued that women do not like career, high education, political rights and independence as well as opportunities that the male enjoyed. In this time, women were supposed to stay at home and those that worked were stigmatized. For instance, men have a saying that the girl that attend college did so to search for a good husband. In many cases, the opposite could be said that some women move away from the housewife ideas for some because of personal motivations and other forms of necessities ignore that suggestion it could also be argued that men spontaneously don't decide to be housewives but rather they 
they go through daily trainings that prepare them for these roles convincing them that getting married and having children is the most they can aspire to and this sometimes only in the in the past so now culture reinforce on its by reducing women responsibility of cleaning and other house choice activities their productivity outside also increased for now new generations have left behind many traditional orders nevertheless taking care of home and children is still under private control and more especially women even when the circumstances are far from ideas there are still major elements for the advancement of women towards paid work for now the massive to education by women is crucial not only to increase their labor condition but also their personal development or feel better for themselves however it is not about rejecting housewives but rather understanding that without the work that women do today society would lose its cornerstone if we are all able to recognize this valuable work in more equitable way better between men and women for therefore among homes and others society will progress and the world will, will progress there will be more and a happier society as well my name again is Nikwe Solomon Ashi with index number DCS20435. Housework is valuable, but society regards it as invaluable. The, the symmetry in this distribution of housework is one of the greatest sources of inequality between men and women because it is the women who are spending more time on unpaid tax than, than that of the men, therefore, has time to study and develop academically. This phenomenon repeats itself in virtually every country and it's not often because the greatest the greater or the less extent we all assume that the domestic choice are women's work and that they do it out of love. Gender rule and stereotype penalize men as well, making it necessary for them to get better job with better salaries in order to support their homes and provide for their families as well many of these housewives are had dropped out of school in order to run a household but once they were inside that refuge they began to feel unsatisfied their only their only compensation was their familiarity at the same time this familiarity has very particular characteristics which includes catching a good husband and feeding the children at home, dressing pretty and being seductive to keep the 
flame burning in a relationship with this it can be argued that women do not like her career high education political rights and independence as well as opportunities that the male enjoyed in this time women were supposed to stay at home and those that work were stigmatized for instance men have a saying that the girl that attend college did so to search for a good husband in many cases the opposite could be said that some women move away from the housewife ideas for some because of personal motivations and other forms of necessities ignore that suggestion it could also be argued that men spontaneously don't decide to be housewife but rather they they go through daily trainings that prepare them for these rules convincing them that getting married and having children is the most they can aspire to and this sometimes only in the, in the past 